Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. As mentioned, Standard Bank and 702 have sent acclaimed journalist Nigi Wepigicha across the continent to give you insights into Africa's markets, the investment opportunities, economic environment, trading conditions, the infrastructure, the people, the things that connect us. Now, Nigiwe is currently in Accra in Ghana and joins me on the line. Nick, good afternoon. Hello there, Kalani. How are you doing? I'm well. How's Ghana? <laughs> it is fantastic. I seriously can't complain. We've sort of respite and refuge at the Labadi Beach Hotel. So as we speak, Polani, mind you, as hard as I'm working, I'm actually looking out into the ocean. I saw the video. I saw the video and I was like, oh my. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of job is this? You're very lucky. Listen, you've attended an investment conference. I wanted to talk about that investment conference. What are some of the speakers saying there? Well, it's important. The reason I actually happen to be at this fantastic resource is because there was this investment conference taking place looking at um, investment in the West African region, how to promote intra-regional uh, trade and intra-African trade, all very important issues, particularly for money as we look to grow African economies. So some of the speakers here included the Trade and Industry Minister for Ghana, as well as top business leaders Ghana, as well as other uh, West African countries. And, and the big talking point really is about lessening regulation between the countries so that the countries are able to trade easier and better amongst themselves. And one of the things which was said by the Trade and Industry Minister for Ghana is that they want to make it easy um, for other Africans to do business in Ghana. He acknowledged the presence of South African firms here in Ghana, a great number of them, particularly in the telecom sector and financial services, Standard Bank of course, our partner in bringing Africa Connected to you, a major player here in this region, Anglo Gold Ashanti in, in the mining industry. So a serious and heavy presence by South African companies. But in the same breath, he's saying, Kalani, South African companies need to be more competitive or allow for competition in Ghana and allow the presence and, uh, and action of local companies and other companies from, um, from the West African region so that there's more competition and there is, in fact, a reduction in the cost of doing business. So in the video that I mentioned earlier or, or, or earlier on, you were talking particularly about the tourism sector and how to develop what you, you, know, you referred to as an underdeveloped sector there. What else can you tell me about the tourism sector? It's a big sector in that country. It's a huge sector in Ghana. I mean, it's a beautiful country along the West Coast. And tourism is burgeoning, particularly in northern parts of Ghana. But here in Accra, which is the capital, it tends to be a great deal of focus and emphasis, rightly so, of course, because of its resonance and the historical significance of places like the Kwame Nkrumah uh, Memorial Park, as well as the Black Star Square, where, of course, which is the founding place of Africa's democracy and freedom, because Ghana was the first country to gain its freedom post-colonialism. But there tends to be an overemphasis was the concern from Ghana's trade and industry ministry. He says there are other draw cards which Ghana could be leveraging, like its coastline, um, for example, places in the north and in, uh, in Accra here as well. One of the points that he mentioned, uh, Solani, is that some of the forts which were built during uh, those terrible colonial years, the majority of them are in Ghana uh, more than any other place on the continent. So there are opportunities to leverage that for museums, for example, and other tourism draw cards. So he's calling for more investment as far as that is concerned, um, more investment locally and internationally as well. So what, how much uh, have you sampled food? What can you tell us? 
Oh, Tolani, I'm sated. I had the most amazing meal. I had jollof rice with pata, pata, shorty, <laughs> relish, and uh, spicy pork belly. It was really divine. And I've always, you know, I, I, I love African literature, so I've always read about jollof rice in, yeah. in literature and novels about West Africa. I had no idea what it was like, what it tasted like. Very, very tasty. Um, and, and the relish itself is a papa. It's quite quite spicy, quite hot, but um, it, it matched the weather. I think it is as hot as a, a Ghanaian summer afternoon, let me tell you. But I really enjoyed that. Ah, fab- <laughs> fabulous. Just a final question, though, about business, because this becomes a, a big issue. The issue of access. Is it easy for South African business people to get there? Is it, you know, are there facilities? Are there hotels? And, and, and those kind of things. Those are important things for business people. Those are very important things. You know, I, I've been thinking about this a great deal, Solani, because sometimes it's even in the simple things about how you travel to a place. So FAA has a daily flight, um, five days a week, which flies us, which is the flight that we took from about six o'clock in the evening and arrived here at a fairly decent time, 11 o'clock at night. So if you were coming here for business, it's a fairly short trip, uh, given how vast the African continent is. It's a five-hour flight. And then, of course, you have to factor in the two-hour time difference. Uh, Accra is two hours behind uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. So if you were coming here for business, you'd have to factor that in. The prices are fairly reasonable, but I must point out that it's a huge improvement because one of the big uh, drawbacks about doing business on the continent has always been that there were uh, a shortage of direct flights. So if you were traveling from Durban and wanted to go to the Ivory Coast or uh, Ghana, for example, you first have to travel to London and then go, or perhaps go to Paris first and then come back into the continent because there simply wasn't the infrastructure and it was too costly to take direct flights. Now that exists. So that itself is an incentive. SAA flies here directly. British Airways also flies here directly. So that's the traveling out of the way, Polani. And in getting in here, immigration was quite effortless for us, fairly smooth. Yes, of course, one has to fill in the onerous documentation, as one does with any other country. But it was fairly smooth once we got into the airport building. And just recently, of course, the Ghanaian president has announced new measures to allow people to apply for visas upon arrival, which, of course, is a huge boon because then you don't have to waste time. As we know, in business, uh, time is money. You don't want to be wasting time queuing up and filling in applying for uh, a visa, you can come and do it as you are here. But the other thing that the Ghanaian Trade and Industry Minister pointed out to us today, they really want to push for an easy movement, particularly of young Africans, because that's the demographic that we're looking at that's going to grow the continent. And he's quite keen for young people to come to Ghana and explore opportunities, of which he says there are numerous. They're particularly looking for investments in tourism, in the agricultural sector. They're looking at the finance sector as well, and banks to provide long-term financing for people in the agricultural sector so that Ghana has a diversified economy. So, he, you know, he, he told us the story. He made it sound easy. Uh, it, it, uh, I mean, the, the, the proof will be in the tasting effort. I suppose so. Hey, Nigiwe, listen, uh, it seems like you're enjoying yourself there. Thank you very much for talking to us, eh? Cheers. Much appreciated. All right, there, Nick's in uh, Accra, Ghana. Thanks indeed. It brings us to 10 minutes now before 5. You're at work, talking to your colleague about the many options of banking that match your values. He suggests you open a new Standard Bank Sharia fixed deposit account. It's the perfect balance between progression and principles, is Sharia compliant, and has a range of modern benefits designed to move you forward. You smile knowing that with such a balance, your search is over.